Simon Menge, VP Analyst at Gartner, says, In most enterprises, there are hundreds if not thousands of potential sustainability ideas and projects that IT could support. Now, the CIO must make sure that the IT organization focuses on those that will drive the enterprise's sustainability ambitions. With ESG scores rising in importance, orchestrating the right technologies and practices will be key to meeting the ESG goals that your organization uses to track and report progress to both external and internal stakeholders. A good ESG score can improve stock performance, customer engagement, and reduce operating costs. A bad one can tarnish your reputation with job candidates, employees, customers, regulators, and investors. In this podcast for Future CIO, we are joined by Ms. Sarah Johnson, Asia-Pacific Digital Leader with ERM, to give us her perspective on the role of the CIO in delivering on the ESG aspirations of the company. Sarah, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Describe for us in 30 seconds or so, what is ERM? ERM is the world's largest pure play sustainability consultancy. So we've got 7,000 people around the world who are helping organizations across the world to achieve their sustainability outcomes. How is ESG connected to the IT function and does ESG complicate an already complex IT operation? So I think as a sustainability consultancy, we spend a lot of time working with IT organizations on this challenge. And of course, I'm sure you've heard sustainability is the new digital, as it's often referred to. I think many IT organizations have been on that journey from a, being seen as a much more kind of internal, maybe process focused organization to now the digital transformers across the entire organization. They look at the whole operating model. They look at people, process and technology and how to deliver those business outcomes. And for me, that's exactly what ESG is doing as well. So the two go very much hand in hand. So maybe if I break it down a bit into some of the um, problems that we tend to see uh, IT functions that uh, come to us. So on the E, environmental, I think is probably the first one that comes to mind. Of course, IT organization is managing the entire infrastructure, whether that's networks or systems or the very laptop that we're probably both on right now with the end user, all the hardware across the organization. How do you deal with that when it comes to its end of life? How do you think about e-waste and recycling? But even bigger than that, all the data that's running through the organization, uh, the enormous volumes of data and computing power, ever ending demand for more and more data, moving at more and faster paces, um, and all the emissions that are associated with that. Not just for actually running those systems themselves, but for cooling them, uh, the water that's associated with the wastage with that. Um, social, I mean, maybe this is one a little bit closer to my heart, um, but of course, classically, IT might be seen as uh, struggling a little bit on the diversity side. Um, I know Gartner, for example, reported uh, only 11% of CIOs globally are women. That was a 2020 study. Um, and but going beyond that, IT organizations are being pushed to move to third parties to have cheap, cheaper and cheaper IT in a world where we've got rising cost of living, rising cost of energy and so forth. So how do they make sure that they don't uh, fall foul of social conditions and making sure that the conditions their employees are, are where they need to be from a human rights perspective? But data privacy takes us more into governance, where I think IT has always had a critical role, has always been able to regulate, has always been able to have that governance function. Data is oil, as it said, um, but making sure that we can use all the data that the IT function is processing, but in a really secure way, not only across the internal organization, but across the complexity of all of the supply chain, which could be many, many, many third party suppliers, as well as the internal organization. 
For me, IT is the connector of all of those things. Um, they drive change throughout an organization. They are the accelerator of change across the organization. So they're perfectly positioned to be connected to ESG. When it comes to ESG, what is expected of these positions, the CIO or the CTO? Yeah, I think that's really interesting. It's uh, For me, it's sort of built around the culture of the company itself, or maybe the actual sector that the company sits in. Uh, so for example, in a tech company, you might find a CIO who's more internally focused, and you might find a CTO who's more externally focused on enabling the customer journey. Other organizations might have a CIO that's covering both of those things. But the trend, of course, is that in, to an extent, all companies are becoming tech companies. Tech is becoming critical to the success of every company in the organization. What's expected of the CIO, I think, again, is a little bit down to the culture. So has that company set a strategy for their business? Has that strategy included a sustainability strategy? And to what extent is that seen as a key enabler? For me, the CIO is a critical accelerator regardless. For me, what's expected of them and how can they really make a difference is thinking about the vision. The vision not only of the IT organization, the digital vision, but how digital can help to accelerate um, sustainability outcomes key areas around that, I think, particularly we talked a minute ago about data. So many companies will have regulatory pressure to provide an ESG report every year, according to regulatory guidelines. And of course, investors want to know this as well. Well, that report plays to just about every system that the IT organization touches, whether it's finance data, HR data, operational data. So being able to make that a really efficient journey of bringing together that ESG reporting information. I think showing their enablement capability. So traditionally, more recently, IT organizations have a change function um, and they're focused on the enablement of the entire organization. So we all think change is a great idea until we have to do it ourselves. And IT organizations have to deal with that every day. Every day they're implementing a new system, something they have to ask users to do things in a different way. So they're real experts in making these changes happen. I think that's a real synergy in what should be expected from the CIO, but also the way that they can focus on the KPIs of the organization. So ideally, an organization has set a sustainability strategy and there are KPIs against that. And IT can provide the data and information to check. Keep us honest. Are we aligning to these objectives? How are we doing against them? If there are gaps, what are the gaps? If we're predicting there's going to be a gap, when is it going to be and how can we manage it in advance of that? So maybe giving a bit of an example of a company we've worked with, a very large finance uh, company that has a lot of uh, real estate assets, thousands of assets across uh, the globe. Actually, initially, we started focusing with their sustainability organization who thought about this project as more of a sort of finance and sustainability project. But very quickly, when they realized the volume of the data <laughs> and how much was going to be involved, it very quickly turned into, an, into a digital project where we're collecting data and centralizing it in one system um, and where we're then applying all of the different changing reporting requirements against that. So being able to take data from thousands of assets and entities, house it into one centralized data lake, cleanse it, analyze it, make it available so that we can manipulate the data and output in formats around, for example, if they need to do SASB reporting or GRI reporting or TCFD reporting, saving thousands and thousands of hours of time in the future. So for me, it's about companies shifting the way they work into a digital format to accelerate sustainability outcomes. That's what's expected of the CIO. If I could ask you, I mean, accountability has gone up in terms of visibility within organizations, particularly in the last couple of years when budgets aren't exactly growing and revenues are even underperforming. To what extent is the CIO accountable for ESG's success or failure? I don't think sustainability, success or failure should sit onto one person. 
I don't think that should be entirely the CIO. I don't think that should be entirely the CFO or the CSO, if that's the Chief Sustainability Officer. ERM recently did a study with Globescan where they talked to over 700 leaders across 73 countries and they asked them about why companies were successful from a sustainability perspective. What came out for those companies considered to be sustainability leaders was that they had integrated sustainability into their overall strategy with all the other functions, whether that be finance and IT, and that they showed evidence of impact and action. And I think most positively, the tech sector came out actually as the most positive sustainability perception in Asia Pacific. And now that's not ex exactly the same as IT, but of course, there are a lot of synergies between tech companies and IT functions. So in terms of accountability, I think the CIO is accountable, but I think it's a shared accountability across the C-suite. And this is where you talked earlier about sort of the changing role of the CIO. Some companies have a CIO and a CTO. I think as well as that is the reporting line. So traditionally, CIOs were probably more reporting to the CFO or maybe the chief administration officer, but now they would more typically be reporting to the CEO because they're so critically in the overarching strategy of the whole organization. But I think it's about um, a shared accountability. And actually in the projects that we do with companies, we find sustainability outcomes accelerate when we have collaboration across multiple departments in a, in a company. So if I give an example, a project we worked on in Australia, uh, say uh, freight business, um, Australia Freight com Company. So we worked with them uh, with their safety teams. And initially the first part of the role was working directly with safety to take all of the legacy systems that had lots of different data in different places and housing that into one internal system across all of their safety incidents to make sure that they were aware of all the logging, they understood the impacts of their data and so forth. But then they started working with the operational team and the IT teams as well, and they wanted to focus more on prediction. And so they focused on uh, sensors. So across 1,100 trucks, they put in sensors, for example, in camera cabs for the driver uh, to see if they were fatiguing or uh, sensors that were looking at the actual operations of the truck itself, for example, braking failures and so forth. And they put in a predictive system using a data analytics system, which achieved a 97% reduction in unsafe breaches, which is an incredible out uh, outcome. But I think having that outcome with the collaborative sharing across the organizations really showed that it's not just about talking about sustainability is about showing the action and the impact that you can have. Without that collaboration and integration between those teams, that would never have happened. Still focused on the CIO, what do you think are the key challenges that this role must overcome to ensure IT is able to make a positive contribution to a successful ESG initiative? So ESG is constantly changing and evolving. The regulations are changing, expectations from investors are changing, the sheer volume of data that is expected to be generated in very short timeframes, all in the same format, all coming out of multiple different systems, is a huge challenge, I think, for CIOs. And the impact of getting it wrong <laughs> um, is also a huge challenge. So I think also just balancing strategic decisions, because there is this ever increasing demand for data, for speed of compute, for more information. But with that comes an increase in emissions profile. So how do you balance the two things? If we are going to shift to the metaverse, and maybe that's part of a company's strategy with their consumers in the future, that is going to require a huge amount more compute power. So how do you balance shifting to each one? How do you balance the increase in emissions or what you can do around the emissions versus the outcome of actually moving? Of course, moving with the times are a huge positive impacts of shifting 
to these new technologies as we, as we go forward. And I don't think that's a new problem for technology. I think it's been known for a long time, many, many, many years, but it's about thinking about it in a different way where sustainability is considered an absolutely key part of the strategy, sort of changing the game on that. For us, actually, in ERM, our CIO is the chief innovation officer, and they have both an internal and external focus. And I think that's what this is about in terms of dealing with those challenges, thinking about it in, a, in an innovative way and being open to constant change, which is very difficult when you've also got the challenge of always having to provide the guardrails at the side. But we, for example, in the last sort of 10 years have started building products for our customers. An example would give something called Net Zero Compass. So it, it's a product, that, a piece of software that helps companies to track all of their emissions across their supply chain for scope one, two, and three. And then it, it runs analytics across that to help them to predict what emissions profile would be best for them to reduce down to net zero by a certain time frame. So let's say it's by 2040. So then by using that technology in synergy with our clients, we can help bring all their data together. We can help show them predictions of what options they can take and help them make the best choice for their strategy. Because of course, the different abatement options you take around net zero might have different costs or efforts or impacts, reputational and so forth. Um, so helping bring technology to our customers to help them to shape their own strategies. And I think that's a key change in my own organization in ERM around the role of our CIO and our whole organization focusing around digital, because we literally see it as flowing through all of our projects in the future to help our customers have better outcomes faster. Now you spoke of ESG as in kind of like a team sport. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to ask you, yeah. who gets involved in terms of, at, at the very high level, who gets involved in terms of, and what do they need to do to ensure that the whole organization moves in the same direction? Yeah, so team sports are about human behavior, right? Mm. <laughs> um, and getting the whole team to align around the same goal and getting that team to be open to sharing, which in can traditionally be quite challenging, particularly in large organizations across large geographies. So I think it's about bringing together the whole of the C-suite and then the teams underneath them under one vision and one journey. And really aligning on the goals of why is sustainability important to that company, which could vary from sector to sector. And how does everybody contribute to it? What is their role? So if we have a shared goal around uh, net zero by 2040, as an example, we just said, how does everybody on that team contribute to that goal? And what are they um, accountable for in that role? And I think it has to be a shared sort of agreement between those parties. And everyone needs to have a sustainability KPI within their actual looking at this, the effectiveness of their own role. And I think what becomes quite important is that is the goal we just talked about was a 2040 goal, right? Mm. Typically, sustainability goals are far longer <laughs> than your kind of more short-term traditional goals of we want to grow by X revenue in three years or whatever, which of course, those commercial goals are extremely important to a company. But it's starting to think about things in a different way where when you think about how you achieve that goal, you might be thinking about your successor as well. You need to be thinking about the future, not only about what's happening in, in your now. Now, you mentioned that DSG doesn't stand still. It continues to evolve. How, in terms of the role of the CIO, how can that person get ahead of sustainability and ESG? 
I think it's actually about focusing on that nexus where IT and sustainability meet and raising the profile of IT's impact on sustainability. So I myself, I'm in a digital role, but I also lead our Asia Pacific Sustainability Network, which is internally focused, uh, but it's looking at things like how do we reduce our emissions? How do we increase our social impact and the things that we're doing with the companies we're working with? And of course, how do we increase uh, digital transformation to accelerate our sustainable outcomes? But I really feel that within IT, everything they do is about using transformational capabilities against, across those three things, people, process and technology, to be able to accelerate outcomes. So within that, I think active leadership and actually raising sustainability very actively. So talent, there is a huge talent war at the moment, of course, <laughs> across many companies. I don't often see IT roles asking for sustainability within those roles, asking for passion and sustainability. So starting to raise that more proactively, starting to focus around helping IT organizations throughout the organization understand why sustainability is important, but also building a culture that's not only a around all of the fantastic stuff that IT does around digital and agile and shifting to cloud, but also shifting to sustainable ways of working. So for example, for the, the G, um, <laughs> you know what the G is, um, promoting green IT. So I was talking to a very large, very well-known Asia Bank CIO the other day. They're in the middle of looking at how they're going to shift all their infrastructure from sort of on-premise data centers into public cloud, which has many benefits, one of which is emissions and they're predicting 70 to 80 percent emission reduction just in purely in that shift and I, I don't think people realize quite the impact of that so really kind of celebrating those sustainability successes for the s i think it's really around focusing around diversity and sustainability talent but also the G, I think this is the one that where IT can really come in to get ahead, because as we talked about, there's a longer time frame for sustainability. We're not just talking about a short time frame. Um, we talked a bit about kind of being able to govern data, but of course, what IT organizations can do now as well is around machine learning, around artificial intelligence, around being able to predict events and being data led. Uh, so, for example, if you're a real estate organization, you're probably quite concerned about any of your assets that are sitting in areas that might be prone to wildfires or maybe sitting near uh, low uh, sea level and be concerned about rising sea level. So being able to run predictive models, being able to share what could happen, being able to tell the future rather than the kind of prior history of when we want to predict what's going to happen next, we look at the we look at the past, we look at like the past year of financial revenues, um, focusing instead on using predictive analytics, using geospatial data. There's a fantastic example from uh, Unilever who are working with a cloud service provider. They were actually monitoring for a different reason, but they were looking across the Amazon rainforest and they saw some big issues with uh, human rights um, in logging in, this, in their supply chain. And it caused them to completely change their strategy and focus in a different way. So using these technologies to actually be able to think about what might change in the future and actively adjust the strategy according to that. I think sometimes when we work with IT organizations, depending on the culture, it might be more of a, if we're implementing a safety system as an example, there might be a tendency for that organization to become more of a, a guardian or a steward or think about the very important things like data security and making sure the requirements are met. Kind of shifting from not only that role to an accelerator being the part of the organization that really sees the future of sustainability and is really driving how we can make it happen over a long time frame and make it really successful. Sarah, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO.
thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was Sarah Johnson, Asia-Pacific Digital Leader for ERM, on the topic of ESG from the perspective of the CIO. You are listening in the podcast for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.